I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, September 8th. A Quincy man was arrested yesterday morning on charges in connection with a bank fraud scheme involving more than 100 counterfeit checks, totaling over a million dollars. 41-year-old Hui Zhang was slated to be arraigned yesterday afternoon in federal court in Worcester on a single charge of bank fraud, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Zhang was taken into custody after an extensive investigation culminated with FBI agents raiding his home. Video showed multiple agents removing evidence from a white multi-level home at 27 Bradford Street in South Quincy. Starting in around June of 2020 through May of 2022, investigators allege that Zhang opened fraudulent bank accounts under false identities, deposited over a million dollars worth of about 114 counterfeit checks, and then subsequently withdrew hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash from the accounts via ATMs. Zhang was identified in part by a tattoo on his left hand that was visible in surveillance footage of the ATM withdrawals. He also allegedly used the same IP address that was used to open one of the fraudulent bank accounts and to deposit the counterfeit checks. The charge of bank fraud provides for a sentence of up to 30 years in prison, five years of supervised release, and a fine of up to a million dollars or twice the gross proceeds. An investigation remains ongoing. An independent review of MBTA track safety concerns that led to widespread speed restrictions identifies two categories of root causes for the systemic issues. Those findings were revealed yesterday afternoon along with the findings of an internal safety investigation that reached similar conclusions. The independent report was produced by Carlson Transport Consulting and the internal investigation was done by the MBTA's safety department. The Carlson report concludes that the first and primary cause of the problems with the tracks is a lack of complete clarity regarding the roles and responsibilities of positions within the T's maintenance of way organization. It includes the limited experience and training for responsible individuals, the absence of a standard operating procedure for inspections, and a vendor inspection process that does not adequately engage the MBTA individuals with frontline responsibility for timely verification and action associated with track defects. A second category identified in the report is staffers not completely fulfilling the responsibilities detailed in the track maintenance and safety standards. The Carlson report identified inconsistent outcomes from inspections, including missing documentation for identified track defects and instances of defects not being verified in subsequent inspections. Additionally, the report suggests that improved staffing, employee experience, and systemic support for the track safety efforts would help the T to reform its track safety work. The Carlson Report also encourages the agency to give more consideration to how teams can better get access to efficiently inspect and repair the system's tracks. The internal report also released yesterday, explains an inspection of part of the red line by the Department of Public Utilities on March 6th 
led directly to the implementation of system-wide speed restrictions. That visit included a request for documentation from recent geometry car tests of the tracks, which revealed quality deficiencies in the documentation. An attorney for Karen Reed has filed a motion in Norfolk Superior Court to have her bail removed. In the new filing, attorney David Yanetti cites her legal expenses, health complications, and what he describes as mounting evidence of her innocence. Reed is charged with second-degree murder for the death of her Boston police officer boyfriend, John O'Keefe. He was found unresponsive outside 34 Fairview Road in Canton, January 29, 2022. Prosecutors say Reed backed over O'Keefe in a snowstorm and left him for dead after a night of drinking. Reed's bail was initially set at $100,000 during her Superior Court arraignment. According to the filing, Judge Beverly Canone reduced it to $80,000 on February 8th. Reed posted the bail and was released from custody. Her defense is now asking for her release on personal recognizance. Yanetti says Reed has lost her employment and the health insurance that came with it after her arrest. Reed was an equity researcher at Fidelity Investments and a lecturer in the finance department of Bentley College. Yanetti devotes five pages of the nine-page filing to Reed's third-party culpability defense. Her legal team has claimed O'Keefe was lured into the home, beaten, and then dragged outside to the front of the property where he was found unresponsive hours later in a snowstorm. Well, the cutting of a ribbon signaled the start of a new day for Gillette Stadium last night. New England Patriots owner Bob Kraft was flanked by family and colleagues to celebrate the completion of the North End renovation project. The $250 million renovation is the largest investment in the stadium since it opened in 2002. Kraft said the renovations are all in an effort to improve the game day experience for fans. He pointed out Gillette's standing as the only privately owned NFL stadium in the country. Patriots fans will notice the changes before they even walk in. There's the new ticket entry dubbed the front door of Gillette new bathrooms, concessions, and the biggest video board in the NFL. And there's no missing the largest lighthouse in the country. Opening to the public on October 1st, the 22-story lighthouse offers 360-degree views. The lighthouse will be open year-round to the public on non-event days. Visitors will be able to see the Boston and Providence skylines from the observation deck. The rollout comes just days before the season opener this Sunday against Philadelphia at 4.25 p.m. and the return of Tom Brady, who will be honored at halftime. The last of the free performances of the season will be held at the Ruth Gordon Amphitheater in Quincy tonight. Studio Ghibli's movie called Spirited Away will be shown from 7 to 9.30 p.m., The Academy Award-winning Japanese animated film will be featured, and patrons can also enjoy some boba tea and popcorn and manga artwork and crafts. Quincy Symphony Orchestra and Quincy Choral Society will present their annual Pops concert on the Hancock Adams Common in Quincy Center tomorrow from 4 to 7 p.m. The event will also feature a singing trio paying tribute to the Andrews Sisters, 
and live art demonstrations from the Quincy Art Association. The Wollaston Hill Neighborhood Association's Saturdays in the Park free concerts begin tomorrow at Safford Park on Beale Street from 2 to 7 p.m. The Redder Kings and the Fall will perform and there will be refreshments available. The free shows continue every Saturday in September. Quincy Christmas Festival Committee announcing that the theme contest for this year's Christmas Parade is now underway. The committee is seeking public nominations for the theme of the 70th Annual Parade, which will be held on Sunday, November 26th. The contest is open to all. The winner gets a gift and gets to ride in the parade. All entries must be received no later than Friday, October 6th, at 4.30, they can be sent to the Christmas Festival Committee at 1 Marymount Parkway, Quincy, 02170. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are mixed. The Dow is up 57. The Nasdaq dropped 123. And the S&P fell 14. Shares also fell in Asia. The dollar's down. The euro is up. Oil at $89 a barrel. Sports Red Sox are back home tonight at Fenway. For a series with Baltimore beginning at 7:10, and of course, as I mentioned, the home opener for the Patriots Sunday at 4:25 against the Philadelphia Eagles. The National Weather Service forecast for today: another hazy, hot, and humid one with an isolated thunderstorm possible. High today 90, muggy tonight, low 72. Tomorrow, an isolated storm. Warm and muggy, high of 85. Storms around on Sunday, high of 82. And scattered storms Monday, high 81. For the boater today, waves 1 to 2 feet. Wind out of the south at 5 to 10 knots. High tide at 7.02 a.m. and 7.15 p.m. Sunrise at 6.16 sets at 7.06. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Friday, September 8th.